This episode of Humble and Fred is brought to you by Bodog, Gig Sky, The Retirement Sherpa, The Chambers Plan, GoDaddy, and DraftKings. Hello, I'm Toronto Mike, producer of Humble and Fred. This best of is proudly brought to you by DraftKings. Bet online legally and safely with DraftKings Sportsbook. Sure, Kim Stockwood is a successful musician, but let's not forget she was part of that four-headed monster that was the Easy Rock Morning Show. Humble Howard Glassman, Colleen Rushholm, Rick Hodge, and Kim Stockwood. Is this, is this Canada's Adele? <laughs> I wish. It's uh, Humble and Fred uh, Radio. And uh, around the world at HumbleandFredRadio.com. Great to be with you on this uh, fine Tuesday in November. For the last uh, year or so, we've been following with interest this uh, breakthrough songwriter's circle, singer-songwriter thing called Four Chords and the Truth. Andrea England's uh, started it here in Toronto, and uh, over the last little while, she's had several folks joining her. Andrea, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Howard. And uh, with us, your special guest, uh, formerly of the uh, rock power trio, <laughs> Shay. And Easy Rock Mornings with Humble House. Kim Stockwood and Andrea England. People! People! Um... Andrea, how's the things going with you? Things are going good. Yeah. Yeah. How come you have this show so early? Uh, you this know, ain't early. Because uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've done early. Um, no, things are good. Things, things are, are good. good. And uh, the the big show is Thursday night. It is Thursday night. Yeah. At the I'm Dakota brought, Tavern. At the Dakota Tavern. Doors now, open at six. I'm curious because Kim Stockwood, and we'll <laughs> talk about her as though she's not here. Okay. Kim Stockwood doesn't go around. Preforming at just uh, any old thing. No. Well, How did you get Kim Stockwood on board? So I just have the in of you know the maritime East Coast connection. thing and the connection, and we have about a dozen friends in common and. I have a theory. I, I have a theory. I'm putting my, my hand up, like, she, so I can tell you how she got I'm going to get to you. Said, I know. My theory is, did, did Dabnit do it? Uh, uh, not this one. Not this one, no. But she's done it, right? She's done it a couple times. Ah, that's You know, why. It, that's wouldn't, why. it wouldn't be crazy on Thursday were she to show up and sing a song, potentially. Who knows? Might well, what, what's your theory? Is it, my theory is... Stockwood? 
Yeah, you pronounce yes, Stockwood. I'm not a stockholder or a Stockholm. Um, you know what? Andrew's asked me to do it before, and I, I, as I get older, I get more and more nervous to perform. So I, I say no a lot. And this one day, I got the email from her. She's asked me before, and I got it. And I was like having that talk with myself, going, "You got to start saying more yeses. Do what scares you." She yells too. I do. Not yeah. like you. No. Oh, not, not like, like you. you. Um, anyway, I said yes. I was like, it's, it, it's, it's all always scared me like songwriter circles are scary and i said yes really and hopefully i don't regret it but you've done like a million of i've them. done a million of them but i haven't right. done a million well, of explain, them in the past few describe years describe what that is a song you basically you have a bunch of songwriters with uh, sitting around uh, singing yeah why yeah, is that singing, so because you're by yourself on stage playing your own songs and uh, it's as bare as bare can be mm-hmm. and you got to talk about what they're about yeah. you could lie but is that, we hope that you don't. Is that what makes you nervous? Or you, uh, performing in general makes you more nervous? How can that be after all the years of doing it? How would you get more nervous? You would think you would get less nervous. Because I'm doing it less, probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, once I'm there, I mean, my friends always say, is, if there's a stage, watch out, she's on it. Do you get liquored <laughs> up at all? To... No. Oh, no. Okay. I mean... You know, it depends if Andrea gets me something like well, tequila shot to calm me down or something. But I won't be doing that before. Well, no. it, there might be whiskey because it's yes, Jack there's going to be whiskey. Oh, I'll have to song. wait until I at least sing one song. You know, it's funny uh, you say that about. It, 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 I have this a similar experience. Uh, I'm not going to say when, but I was. I get asked all the time to do stand up and things, and it seems that the less I do it, right, the more. I want to say no to it because I know what it takes to go and do it. And, uh, yeah, I just had that similar experience recently. Somebody caught me on the right day and said, will you come and do some stuff? I went, yeah. Uh-huh. And then, but I have been regretting it every done it yet? fucking day since. So you haven't done it I yet. I haven't done it yet. Oh, it's gonna be great. No, I'm, I'm, I'm like that with parties and social situations now. The less I do them, the more I don't want to go. Well, and yeah, it, <laughs> and that's <laughs> that's not about nervousness. You just don't want to leave your house. That's true. Well, no, yeah, uh-huh. I get that. It's yeah, I can good. see because you used to be very into parties, and now you're doing you. 15 somewhere. Uh, I'm gonna do. Uh, I don't think. It's when you say 15, does that mean like uh, is that a comedy minutes. thing? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I'm gonna probably do uh, 10 or 8 or 12 or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, I said yes, and I was like, uh, mm-hmm. just that feeling because I, I like just as as you describe it. I'm always so I just say no mainly, and then all of a sudden I'm just in the right mood. I felt proud of myself that I said yes. <laughs> no. I know. I was like, there you go, Kimmy. It's gonna be okay. What's the uh, worst going to so, happen? Great. You're going to be so glad. You're going to call me up in three months and go, can I do this one again? too? So Andrea is going to be there. Kim's going to be there. Who else is on the show? Kelly, Kelly Prescott, who is... Isn't that John Travolta's an, wife it, for a while? Not, no. I don't know who that was. No. Um, do you remember uh, Family Brown, Prescott Brown? Okay. I Country do remember music. Family Brown. Yeah, yeah. Family Brown. Yeah. yeah. So she is uh, the daughter of... Uh, Family Brown. Okay. They used to Randall be on Prescott Tommy Hunter all the time, Brown. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she has a new she has a new um, record EP out. And then Troy Kokel, a singer-songwriter from Alberta. So we've got the whole country covered. We've got Newfoundland with Kim. <laughs> we have Kelly's from Ottawa. I'm Nova Scotia. Um, Troy's Alberta. And then we have a special surprise guest. I'm not allowed to say who it is, but there might be some Montreal Representative Celine as well. Dion? So, Is well, Dion you know, be there? I don't awesome. want to say. I don't want to say. <laughs> it ain't Leonard Cohen. Oh. oh. What? 
Oh. In spirit, you know. In spirit. Okay. Oh so, yeah. I'm a prick. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong? Howard with me? loved it. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, Lenny won't be there. He's Canadian, you know. Actually, he probably he probably will he be there. Probably will be yeah, there. He'll be in, spirit, in the air. Yeah. In spirit. Well, yeah. you know what? He'll he, be looking down on you. But that's the essential point of this cir- this circle is to highlight the songwriter, you know, and the the bare bones words and emotion and one yeah. instrument and. So do you know what you'll you know? be playing? And and what song will you do? Uh, jerk, acoustically. Um, I, you know, I might, I might keep it oh. as a surprise. We'll see. How many songs do you are you charged with doing? Um, two or three. Three. And then you or play. Four. And three then the four. idea is you play along with everybody else a little bit. I've been to these things. Yeah. yeah. Um, You've and, been to uh, one. I'm not counting, but I mean, you know, I and, can. And I'm, to this I'm one too. coming Thursday night. Yeah, yeah man. So weird. Yeah, man. Okay. I'm just down the street. Uh, right yeah. from here. You from here, I'm just right. down the street to Dakota. Can you sell him a ticket? Uh, I have nothing to do with tickets, but I'm no, sure I you know think, somebody. I think I can get you in. Uh, I'm bringing quite okay. a crew. Awesome. Hey, Barker, are we going? Yeah. Yeah, me <laughs> and Barker, Spencer, I think. Now my right. nerves are really good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, we'll, you know, we'll pay for what we have to. I, mean, <laughs> I think we can work something the out. The thing is, it's a small venue, so if you're interested or you want to see Kim and Andrea in person, you can. It's uh, 7 o'clock at the Dakota on Thursday night in downtown Toronto. It holds, I'm going to say, maybe 120 people. Yeah. yeah. And it is. It's amazing. Uh, it's a great room. It sounds great in there, and I think you're all going to have a great time. Uh, Andrea is the host. Kim Stockwood, she she may seem shy now, <laughs> but uh, when she gets a few whiskeys in her, <laughs> not at all. Honey Jack's good. What's it that? Is. Honey Jack. Mm. Well, I'm going to learn about whiskey that night, yeah. obviously, because yeah. I don't know that much about it. I uh, I'm uh, I'm whiskey free, whiskey free, my You're friend. Whiskey free. Yeah, all, all it's all alcohol. All free. free. Come on, really? high yeah. five, buddy. Ten and a half months. That's why I'm so Woo! I'm so skinny. It's why your skin looks so clear. I know. <laughs> I still medicate myself regularly. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fred's nodding. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, yeah. Ever since I yeah. found out you can get, I am. I'm registered in four different dispensaries. <laughs> I walk in. I, honestly go, I walk in. They just start filling my order. It's like a weed barista. It's awesome. What do you need your name, Mr. Glass? When they put your name on the fucking side of the bag, it's amazing. And it's that easy. Oh, it's the easiest thing in the world. Yeah, you, but it's medicinal. It's, of it's course for, it is. And he has from, issues. I have, do you have to show them a doctor's does note it make or something? Your, does it make your life better? Uh-huh. Um, no, he just seems to yell a lot lately. <laughs> So I don't, I don't know if that's from being high all the time. Uh, no, what I did is the place I go to, they just basically, I walked in the first time and they said, uh, we'll get you an appointment. And I walked behind this curtain and there was a, hold on. Where's my girl? And there was a, a computer set up and I got a Skype doctor's appointment with some guy in Vancouver. And the next thing you know, I'm in. Wow. And every time I go there now, I just have to show my um, driver's license. Yes, my love. Is this one on? Yeah, I they, so. they don't even do that anymore. They, I was there yesterday, and there's no doctor's appointment anymore. You just check in. Have you talked to a at doctor? The one, at the one on Kensington. Yep. You just write. Have you talked to a doctor on the on the form that they that they use dry erase marker on? <laughs> That's what you you have to go through more to get an RMT. Honestly, 
to get a Starbucks. Need to get into a dermatologist. Though. Yeah, oh, it no. said. I was like, it said, how long have you been using it as medicine? And I was like, uh, I don't know. I haven't really. <laughs> and she said, well, you talk to a doctor, right? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, great, you're in. And that was it. Seems no, like, no more uh, appointment anymore. Seems like an abuse of the system to me. But hey, well, if, I, if, I, if, I, if it gets you guys high, then super. Yeah. The <laughs> thing is, you know, this this marijuana. <laughs> no this judgment. Ma- yeah, no judgment. But the thing is, you don't need a doctor's uh, prescription right. to go get a, a forty right. ounce of of. Yeah. Uh, vodka, yeah. uh, which is probably going to do more harm. Yeah. Uh, but I'll just say this: Yes, sir. It, I think it has made me a much nicer person. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. I'm going to ask you 20 questions when we're off the air, and then I'll tell you. All right, my okay. sweet. Girl. I think you should ask them <laughs> now. Do you, do you remember what were we doing? We were doing our little show prep together. Yes. Uh, before we went on the air at a. Uh, there was uh, four of us, and we played 19 songs an hour. And they said, hey, why don't you guys uh, do a radio show in between 19 songs an hour? And uh, she just looked shell-shocked. It, honestly, it reminded me of those people in Hacksaw Ridge in the movie yesterday. She's, her eyes were wide open. Uh, what was well, we, we were doing our show prep one morning, and then we had a discussion about the time change in Newfoundland. Yes. And I was adamant. And I said, uh, oh, it's, we were starting our show around 5.30. I said, oh, it's 7 o'clock in Newfoundland now. And he goes, no, it's not. I said, yeah, it's an hour and a half later in Newfoundland. And you're like, no, it's not. I said, it is. I'm from there. And you're like, no, it's only half an hour. So <laughs> he, that, he would not believe it. If away. you're in Nova Scotia, it's a half an hour. Yeah. Not if you're in yeah. It blows me away yeah. that he would enter into that conversation. Do you want to hear the song that proves it? You ready? Yeah. <clears throat> Half an hour later on an island in the sea She may be great, but she's still late She means the world to me When God designed creation and up is a master plan He spent half an hour more creating Newfoundland Well, that, but that's fantastic but that's half an hour. Half an hour from Cape Breton, and Cape Breton is an hour. Right, but see, this he's from here, of, this Toronto, center of the universe. Of yeah. course, that's what he's. Hour and a half from here. Yeah. yeah, but see, at the time I grew up, and I'm being honest, I grew up seeing all those things on CBC right. that would say nine o'clock, nine thirty yeah. in Newfoundland. Yeah. So I thought, well, maybe she hadn't seen those. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I never looked at the clock when I grew up in Newfoundland for twenty five years. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up, you know, with Newfie jokes and all the Newfie yeah. stuff. Yeah. Why would they do that? Why the half hour in Newfoundland? Why? Why? It just. Uh, why I don't them know out? the person who did it, but I suspect it was a very, very long time ago, just to Jeez. make things but more you, complicated. Now you know why I thought it was a half an hour only, Fred. Yeah. Because, and it seemed to me at the time we were on our way into the studio. It seemed like I had. A <laughs> Legitimate I point. think what they said, 9 o'clock Atlantic time, 9.30 yeah. in Newfoundland. No, but... Half an hour later. No. Because it's an hour. Yeah. No, but that's not what they said. For years it was, the show starts at 9, 930 9.30 in Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Didn't say Atlantic yeah. time. Because it was 8 o'clock in Toronto. Because they would show the show at 8, it would be 9 o'clock in Halifax, and 9.30 in Newfoundland. I was wondering oh, if you could help me. That, I see, that's why. <laughs> Howard's like, oh, what? Oh, uh, that's why. I'm, that's still not, I'm still not convinced. Is what Howard's, Howard's Want to call my mom and ask her right Hey, now? mother! Uh-huh. Let's, phone New, let's phone Newfoundland right now and ask somebody what fucking well, they won't time know. it is. They won't know. Because you know. You Howard know. knows. Why, yeah. he hey, knows. why are you yelling at me? Why are you so angry at something that happened like six years ago? I just think it's funny. It is. It was kind of cute. It would be different if she was. It'd be different if she wasn't from Newfoundland. Yes, I know, Fred. I know. Hey, Fred. Listen, I know it. It looks bad for me. (laughs) Yeah. 
everyone. I know just... this isn't looking good right now in my side of the room. <laughs> Do you understand in the 15 or 12 minutes that you've been on now yeah. with us talking about Four Chords and the Truth? Yeah. We just talked more than we did the entire time we were on the air together for a year. <laughs> Jesus. We had what, some times. What were they thinking? We had hey, some times. Humble, I'm going to put you together with this chick from Shea. Then we're going to get nine other people in the room. And then you guys put on a big show. Okay, go. <laughs> was, Rick, was Rick Hodge on that show? Oh, yeah. Yes. And that one? Yeah. And yeah. our buddy Colleen. And Colleen Russell. Yeah. And how it started was. Two guys, two chicks. Yeah, no, but it started. <laughs> it started with just you and I. It did. When we first met, it was going to be, you're going to work with this Kim Stockwood person, yeah. who I didn't know. I thought you were Dabnit. You did. <laughs> and uh, Until recently. He's like, recently. I can't pronounce I her name. I can't work with her. It, well, it wasn't. Well, once I met Kim, I knew she wasn't Dabnit. Yeah. Or at least I thought she was. Yeah. But you tried to tell her she was, right? Yeah. He still, he still She's can't like, pronounce oh, yeah. her name. He gets, yeah. Really? Dabnit. I'm sorry. Dabnet. He still does what? It's with a, a V. Davna. 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 Yeah. And you're like, did you dye your hair? Yeah. She's brunette. <laughs> so it was going to be Kim and I, and then, then it got to be Kim and I and Colleen, and they said, hey, I got an idea. Why don't we add some more people to this? <laughs> and, and originally, we were only going to play two or three songs and do a lot of sort of lifestyle talk, and I thought, this is great, and Kim can talk, and this will be amazing. And then it was, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to play eight or nine songs an hour. And you four try and get your little bits in. This was when you used to listen to me go, coming up, three ways to fucking <laughs> Honestly? fight. Three ways to fight Martians. But I kicked it at weather. I was an awesome weather girl. I, but I told Howard I couldn't listen because I realized he was probably dying a slow death. Oh, yeah. He, oh, I yeah. Mean, I can't listen to this because I know he, he can't be happy with it. <laughs> because them. you see his face, he'd be mm. like, I'd be like, I'd be yeah. like, all right. Uh, there were humble, good times, though. Humble Kim, Colleen, and Rick coming up. Uh, three things to do to make your prostate happier. <laughs> and we're going to have a four-person roundtable about the election that'll last 37 seconds. 97.3 easy uh, Anyway, well, that was those were good fucking times. That was actually, we had some good times, though. Yeah, we did. We, we had some probably, big laughs. Probably off air. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> we had some good times on air. Couldn't have been all bad, couldn't it? I uh, remember, I think I've told the story on this show, but I remember when uh, they let Kim go. and uh, Because uh, Kim and I were sort of, uh, well, Colleen and I were friends, but yeah. Kim, you and I, sort of, I, I felt we had sort of this kinship or whatever. Yeah. And when she told me she had been fired, I hugged her and I said, I don't want to come here. I don't want to do this without you. I actually, like, it, it's so amazing. I am so thankful for that experience. I know we talk about it and you're like, really? I'm like, yes, I actually am. I've never been fired before. And it is I wanted to be fired because I was so miserable. And I actually cried a happy tears when they told me because um, I was like, what do I do? I, I just I'm not me. I was not me. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, you learn like it's an incredible thing, that feeling. I mean, it happens to so many people. And how do you deal with it? How do you turn it around and not judge yourself by it? You just Did you write a song about it. You, um no, I, 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 you know, I, I truly believed something was supposed to come out of it. I did my Newfoundland record, yeah. you know, about a year later. But sorry, you mean a year and a half later? No, when a year and a half later, <laughs> yeah, an hour and a half. So when you said it wasn't you, what your persona on the air? You mean like who you no, were? No, I the guess air I what? felt like well, because I, I didn't have much time. Truthfully, right. I, I, um, I, I think you know, in the beginning, I was hired to be me and to right. talk and to be myself, but. Um, I, I literally could, you would hear me a little bit and, and, uh, it was just a busy show. Didn't you, get to fully yeah. express your no, personality. Right. No. Well, it's funny you say that because when he and I were at the mix, 
you know, they hired us from Mojo and CFNY, where we were. Sh- I went through the same thing because yeah. all of a sudden I'm in the mix going, this isn't me. This isn't the radio yeah. that I do. Yeah. This isn't the position that I. And it's horrible, isn't yeah. it? It's yeah. Well, it's, it's horrible to be in something horrible. that is not no, you. Yeah. Friend makes a great point. It, yeah. it was like, and I, and I was sort of in a similar position in both cases because. You know, I've sort of quarterbacked the shows and I had a lot of stuff, you know, but I and I would our show was was I would throw to Fred and we would have discussions and it would be fun. And or I I thought that was kind of like what Kim and I were going to do. And then I was sort of in this situation where all I would do is I'd back sell the records. I'd throw to you. You'd say something quick and then we go to a spot and it didn't feel like our show. In Kim's case, I'd I'd say that was so and so. And now here's Kim with the weather. And it was like it's going to be gorgeous do- all week. And doesn't that, Thanks, Kim. And doesn't that? Yeah. Doesn't it's so that, weird. Do, and doesn't it suck when you sort of get pushed into that weather thing as a way of being heard? Yeah, yeah I mean, I actually I voice. loved weather. I still well, love weather. weather. Weather's nice. N- weather's so nice. Today's nice. Today's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's going to be beautiful all week. Don't you wish you were on the radio talking about today's <laughs> weather? Yeah. <laughs> Once in a while. <laughs> but but they, 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 they shouldn't even do weather on the radio anymore. Well, but people anyway. need to know, I yeah. guess. But if you're mm-hmm. not looking outside, but but you know, in a mm-hmm. in the bigger scheme of things, um, it teaches you about your life. And, and when you're unhappy in something, something's got to give. Either you change it, or it will be changed. And uh, you know, when you're unhappy, you just can't perform. Yeah. And you just start second guessing yourself. Yeah. Well, and it was similar too because when Fred and I were doing the show together, all of a sudden we're being consulted and you you were sort of unsure of where you what you were supposed we were both unsure where I'm, what I'm trying to say is it was difficult for you because I at least kept doing what I always did that was so and so now here's some more stuff because everything <laughs> you think you were you had something clever to say and then it's scrutinized after the show and it's like boy if you don't want me to go there then where can I go and, then and you then, question everything every time how, the mic comes on you're many- second guessing I mean, yeah. I think about I. I did mm. one. I, I mean, I did a radio show in Newfoundland before I moved to Toronto uh, for a short while. But how many radio shows have you guys done? And you, it must be a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> by, by the number or the places you mean? Well, the places. Well, not really. Just at four, five. Um, oh, I, I no, way more for me. Yeah. No, but I think you meant Humble and Fred, didn't you? Or yeah. did you mean? Yeah, yeah. I meant yeah. you guys together. Yeah. Well, really, and trying well, to figure out what's the right one. Well, this is the right one. Well, this is yeah, totally the right this one. Is the right no, there's one, yeah. never been this. This incarnation of our silly little show is definitely the uh, most satisfying. I'd ask you, Andrea England, with yes. four chords and the truth. I know you'd talked to me prior to that. You starting this series, you'd seen these type of things before. Songwriting circles, and what was the remind me again the inspiration? I remember you told me about was it in Nashville or someplace you had seen? Yeah, I mean, the, I grew up watching them. You know, and I think the first songwriter, talk about out of the frying pan into the fire, the very first songwriter circle I ever did was Bruce Guthrow's. Oh. I was terrified. Do you know who Bruce Guthrow is? I do not. Big songwriter on the East East Coast. Coast. East Coast songwriter. Yeah, Yeah. amazing. And he kind of had the songwriter circle out East, Mm -hmm. and it was, I think, a SoCan East Coast Music Award songwriter showcase thing, and I was the baby songwriter. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was just a great introduction to what these sort of songwriter circles are about. But last couple of years ago, I was in Nashville, and um, I was at a show at City Winery, and it was uh, called Girls of Summer. So it was all the female singer-songwriters in Nashville who had they all, all these massive hits, and I was watching it and 
sitting there and enjoying myself and thinking, man, we don't have one of these in Toronto at the moment. Well, we have, we have, we've had a couple over, over time. Um, and I thought, uh, we, we, we just need, need one at the Dakota. Like we have songwriter circles here, but we didn't have one in a kind of bluebird North or bluebird or not bluebird North bluebird cafe type of and the Dakota is the perfect place for place. it. Yeah. So, so, and this is how many have you done now? This is seven. This wow. will be seven. Lucky number seven. Yeah, yeah. I love going to them. I've been to a bunch. Thanks. Went to that one. one that one, that time. one was that one time. I that think she time. said one. I'm going this Thursday. Well, and it's grow. You know, it's become. He stands on the street yeah. and looks through the window. You know, and we're raising awareness now too for the Unison Benevolent Fund, which is a fund that supports musicians who fall on hard times it's, or piece, people in the so music important. industry. And by the way, also an FYI Slate Music Initiative, the Unison. Unison, yeah. Unison, they support yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's all making sense. Okay. You want to do? Uh, what are we doing? Do you want to talk about it first at all? Well, Did you see Saturday I, Night Live? Or? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I wanted to do. I just. I know you want to do traditional. What do you mean traditional? What I thought. The version of it? Yes, but I was thinking maybe we do the. No. (laughs) No. No. We haven't practiced it. We're doing it on the radio. We're not doing that. Just regular. Just, I heard there was. No. (laughs) A secret chord. David, please tell Lord. I'm putting my guitar away. I'm putting it away. All right, here we go. (laughs) Why is everyone yelling? So my husband said, can I say something? Yes. My husband said last night, he said, so what are you doing tomorrow? I said, we're going to do Hallelujah. He's like, you're going to do Hallelujah? Because obviously it's everywhere right now. And I said, yeah, we are. Because this song is, I don't think we will ever get sick of hearing this song, of singing it and just practicing it a little bit the past couple days. It makes you feel better. And I think that's why Kate McKinnon sang it on Saturday Night Live, dressed as Hillary. It, it, it's cathartic. It is. And so we're not going to do it reggae style. No, okay. Here we go. <laughs> so we're going to do, uh, we're just going to do two. I love that we're just figuring this out live. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Now I've heard there was a secret chord That David played and it pleased the Lord But you don't really care for music, do you? It goes like this, the fourth, the fifth The minor fall and the major lift Baffle king composing, hallelujah Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. And my favorite verse. I did my best, it wasn't much I couldn't feel, so I tried to touch I've told the truth, I didn't come to fool you And even though it all went wrong I'll stand before the Lord of song With nothing on my tongue but Hallelujah Hallelujah Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. We'll do it again. <laughs> 
Hallelujah, sing how Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Nice job, Kim. <laughs> so now, Howard and Kim. Did you two play the guitar together on your show? We actually did. Uh, you can't remember? Yeah, I can't. I, listen, I got lost there for a couple of years. Remember we had the Friday fun music right. time? Yay! Um, was this on air? Yes, it was on. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Mm. Uh, you know, it's funny about his voice, Leonard Cohen's voice, because a lot of people don't, you know, they don't think of him as a singer. But as singers, I always wonder, do you guys, when you hear a voice like his or like Tom Waits or Randy Newman, Bob Dylan, Bob Dylan, do you, do you appreciate, are are they like, did Leonard Cohn, was he a good enough singer? I guess is my question. Of course, because it was so truthful. It was like a, a poet, you know, and maybe sometimes he wasn't completely in tune or, you know, it wasn't as fluttery. Or his falsetto was yeah. not, but it was when someone's speaking the truth, and it's his truth, and that those words. Yeah. Well, that's the Dylan yeah. thing too, right? That's yeah, Dylan that's why thing. I mentioned those guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you know, mm-hmm. like Tom Waits isn't a great singer, but he's a great songwriter. He's a great poet. Yeah, but but it's you know so what? Original. Even if Leonard Cohen sang somebody else's song, if he sang it. Because he loved it and he believed in it, mm-hmm. he'd still sing it great. He, I read an article um, this week where he said he wasn't a singer. He didn't consider himself a singer, but of course he was. Well, you know who you can know? sing. I mean, everybody has that. My boy over here can sing. Why didn't you uh, sing with Well, this? no, here's the thing. He's got a, he's got a, he came up with an, his own version of this song. And we'll, ju- we'll just do the oh chorus my. right now. <clears throat> here we really? go. Really? Here was uh, the idea. Can we just talk about Leonard for one more minute? Yeah, go ahead. Sure. <laughs> no. What do you want to say oh, no, about no, Leonard? No, no, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. No, no, go. Uh, no, one thing I was going to say. You know, you hear people do Beatle covers, and they're never quite as good as the Beatles. But the Leonard, like I've heard so many beautiful renditions of of Leonard songs? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And Hallelujah. It's Hel- not Hallelujah. like... I mean, one of the most it's incredible not... covers ever is Katie doing that song. Oh, it's, oh, oh no, it's, it's amazing. amazing. Yeah. But incredible. sometimes you hear people doing uh, Beatle covering, it's like, yeah, you yeah. probably shouldn't have gone there, yeah. but yeah, there's um, something about his... So Fred yeah. came in this morning, he said, like, I've been thinking about a parody song, uh, a song for the ha- the wa- Hawaii Tourist, Tourist Board. Board. No, t- <laughs> maybe you could jump no, all no, over you, this. You're just taking it from the... So it goes... Honolulu, Honolulu. Just wait for it. Honolulu, so much to do, do in Honolulu. That's a nice harmony. Are you offended that we would do that? So I am right on the heels. Listen, I've been here before. I am not offended. So I, I thought it would be like. <laughs> there You've met was Howard? a secret shore. The Hawaiians came and there was no more. But you don't really care for sunshine, do you? Did you just write that? Uh-huh. <laughs> it goes like this: the surf, the ships, the chicks that come, and the sun. Hey, wouldn't that be perfect for them? You should ask them. Yeah. And see what they'd say. See, yeah. Do you normally play?
play guitar on the show? No. Really? No. But you like it. You like See, that's why I don't, because I get put down for my art and my fucking music. Fuck you. No, I think it's great. I think it's cute. He should play more. You should. Oh, really? He's got a real confidence problem, believe it or not, when it comes to the guitar. Yeah. Yeah. A very confident man, generally. I know. It's it's mm-hmm. it's actually like it's it's cute to see. Mm-hmm. I think it would add a nice dimension to the uh, show. I said to Fred this morning. <laughs> did I say to you this morning that I was nervous that you were coming in because I had to play and I practiced last night Sweet. and I still fucked it up. How about he this? Didn't. Monica Juju. Monica Juju. That would be Monica Juju. It's okay. All right, listen. What? Listen. I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, if you're not going to Four Chords and the Truth, what's wrong with you? Here's what we're going to do. On uh, Thursday night, we're all going to get together. And then before we go to the show, you know what we're going to do, Freddie? We're going to go do? to Pizza Pizza. It's no wonder when <laughs> we're going to We're going to load up on pizza, some pizza. That's called a single way. Freddie? Yes, Howard. I just Let me just grab the pizza abilities thing here. Because uh, I want to do it properly. Okay. Yeah. Let me just do it here. Do it up. Do it properly. Do it up. Pizzabilities. They've kicked off the Pizzability Scratch and Match promotion. With any pizza over $9.99, you get a Pizzability Scratch card, giving away over $8 million in prizes, including $15,000 in cash, uh, $100 gift cards, tons of food prizes, and one of 10 trips for four to Universal Orlando Resort. Pizzabilities at Pizza Pizza. Hey, uh, Barker, yes. what's happening uh, with our fresh books, man? What's happening? Oh, wow. Uh, well, lots of stuff. We've got two winners for our fresh books contest. I will announce them later this week. <laughs> 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 Their names in front of me. Uh, but thanks to everybody who participated, and we'll get those bags of swag out to you guys. Um, uh, but in other news, there is the whole new fresh book. So we invite you, even if you've been on the fresh books page before, to go and see the new version of fresh books, new software. Uh, an even more streamlined way to invoice for your small business. And thanks very much to Don Patterson, who said uh, sent us or copied us on a letter he sent to uh, FreshBooks, basically saying, you know what, I love FreshBooks, and I will be ordering it for my new business. Thanks Good. for your free trial, and thanks to Humble and Fred for spreading the word. Thank Great you. for musicians and artists. Yes, that's Fresh how books. I found out about them. All right, thank you, my love. Thank you all. I'm Toronto Mike. I produce Humble and Fred. If you want to hear more of me, I host a podcast called Toronto Miked. If you go to torontomike.com and click Notable Guests at the very top, you can cherry pick an episode and just check it out, see what you think. There are plenty of Humble and Fred episodes to choose from. Thanks for listening. Peace and love. This episode of Humble and Fred was brought to you by Bodog, Gig Sky, The Retirement Sherpa, The Chambers Plan, GoDaddy, and DraftKings. For Humble and Fred, I'm Dan Duran. And don't forget to help keep the show going by licking them. <clears throat> uh, liking them. Like and subscribe.
It's on, Ontario. DraftKings Sportsbook has arrived. Now you can legally bet on all your favorite sports, from MMA to hockey to playoff hoops, and so much more. Bet special parlays, spreads, money lines, and more. Plus, do it now from anywhere in the province. Join the action, download the app, and explore everything DraftKings Sportsbook has to offer. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Get excited, Ontario. DraftKings Sportsbook is live. So go to the App Store and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to get in on the action. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call Connects Ontario, 1-866-531-2600. 19 plus, physically present in Ontario. Eligibility restrictions apply. See sportsbook.draftkings.com for details. Please play responsibly. DraftKings operates pursuant to an operating agreement with iGaming Ontario.